I'm a Mac guy. Uh, I use Macintosh as my basic platform for all the computing things that I do, all my editing, all my audiobook work, all my voiceover work, my on-camera work, everything revolves around Macintosh. I have a passing familiarity with Windows, used it for a time in the 90s and the early 2000s, also Unix, but Mac is my go-to platform. So much so that I protect my Macintosh with a very intricate backup procedure. And sometimes my clients use Windows and they say, so that backup thing that you do on the Mac, what, what do you do for Windows? And I always mention my buddy, Leo Notenboom. Well, I got a chance to talk to Leo today. And I'm going to show you what he says about what to use for backing up on this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. Leo Notenboom, everybody, uh, you have heard me talk about him because, as you know, I do everything I do on Mac. Uh, Leo used to work for some big company up in Seattle that had something to do with Windows. I don't know. It was called Microsoft or something. And I often mention Leo because he and I, and I, I don't know if you were the one that instilled the fear of God in me or it was just the event that occurred the night of December 31st, 1999, going into 2000, when my entire system got killed by a, by a power sag. Um, oh, really? And, I, did, I did not hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that <laughs> changed my religious nature about, about backing up. Um, but Leo is always the guy that I say, hey, I use Time Machine built into Macintosh. My buddy Leo, who I've known for decades, and uh, I, I know knows what he's talking about because he's got the Ask Leo website and the Ask Leo newsletter and the, right. the Ask Leo video channel on YouTube and all this stuff. If you don't know who Leo is and you work with uh, Windows and PCs, you should know who Leo is. Uh, and so I'm thrilled that I was able to get him just to talk real quickly sure. about the equivalent go-to software uh, for Windows as opposed to Time Machine. So we'll get that from him, but just want to back up a little bit. Um, your approach to backing up has influenced my approach to backing up. And when I share my my approach to backing up with people, they kind of they kind of look at me like a dog looks at a at an odd sound that you make on the TikTok videos. You know, how do you deal with the notion that some people don't find it as important to back up as we do? Honestly, everybody eventually finds out how important it is, right? You've either had a disaster or you will have a disaster. And the question is whether or not you're going to be prepared for that. Um, be it, you know, whatever happened to you on December the 31st, it happens to us all at one point or another. And eventually, once that happens, people start being very, very interested in making sure that the next time it happens, it's not nearly as uh, costly in terms of time or data loss or whatever it is that it turned out to be. So I've stopped trying to convince people and rather... I'm just saying, hey, this is what you want to do. You want to be prepared for it because trust me, it will happen. And what's worse, it'll happen without warning. And it's preventable, right? It's not like, oh, you're going to suffer if you if you uh, if this happens to you. And there's really no way of telling uh, if you'll be able to recover. But there actually is 
technology on many levels that can help protect you against this. And I think some people think, oh, well, I just copy my good stuff to from my, you know, my documents folder onto a, an external drive or up to a cloud thing. Well, how, how much worse could it possibly be? <laughs> a lot that, worse. Right? And, and then I love how you giggle about this. Yes. Well, yeah. I giggle because I hear the stories, right, all the time, right? It's one of those, it's one of the recurring themes to folks asking questions over at Ask Leo. Um, and yes, it does happen. Now, to be honest and to be completely fair, you know what? If you're copying your data files or whatever to an external hard drive or just doing something, you're actually better off than a vast majority of people already, right? You're doing something. You at least recognize the importance. Um, it'll cover you from some kinds of issues, but unfortunately, not necessarily some of the more costly ones. Yeah. So something is better than nothing. But yes. what Leo and I have been uh, sort of maneuvered into understanding is that not having to worry about it uh, not having to remember to move what you think is important from your documents folder, your my documents folder onto an external drive, just not having to think about it uh, makes all the difference in the world. So let's get to the good stuff. Sure. Um, so one thing I will tell you, I am honestly, I tend to be fairly jealous of the Mac crowd. And I say that when it comes to backup, backing up because time machine, it's just there. You plug in the drive, you turn it on. I mean, I've got, I've used Macs, I've used PCs, I've all sorts of stuff. But the bottom line is that it's one of the most, almost elegant solutions, at least from an ease of use point of view. You plug in the drive, you turn it on, you stop worrying, right? Yeah. It just, it kind of does what it does. On the Windows side, things are significantly less elegant. Um, there is a backup program actually built into Windows, has been for many versions. Microsoft actually says, yeah, don't use it. I mean, literally, they have um, announced like a couple of versions ago that the backup program that's built into Windows is deprecated and you should be using a third-party solution. So what is the uh, way, hold on, what does deprecated mean for people that don't know? Um, it's no longer encouraged. It is about, it, it will at some point be removed from the product. They're not supporting it anymore. Got it. Okay. So that's um, being deprecated. Keep going. What what do you do instead? So I do, I, I call it a multi-layered approach. I start with a third-party program. I happen to use Macrium Reflect. That's the tool that I use right now. Um, and what it does is it does a complete backup of the entire hard disk. Every bit of information that's on the hard disk is actually the, written to a file on one of my external drives. What that protects me from is hard disk failure. So if without warning, which is very common, my hard disk decides that nah, I'm done, then I can replace the hard drive, restore the image backup, and I'm back to where I was. I mean, so it's literally clear, that conceptually simple. Yeah, just to be clear, when you say the phrase, it prevents uh, my heart, I don't, I forget, you just said it five seconds ago and senior moment, you said something that intimated that Macrium Reflect would prevent your hard drive from crashing. No, 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 I, no, 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 not at all. Hard yeah, disk, I want to make sure hard disks people fail. understand that. Yeah, yeah, hard disks absolutely fail. 
Um, and it's one of the things that I think a lot of people get lulled into a sense of complacency because they get a new machine and it starts working and it keeps working and they have no reason to believe that it won't keep working forever. Yeah, you get lulled into a sense of of complacency and false confidence, yep. right? Yep, exactly. And the brutal honesty, the brutal truth about all this is that your hard disk and other components in your computer, but specifically when it comes to your data, we care about the hard disk. Any hard disk can fail at any time, completely, irrecoverably, and without any warning whatsoever. So that should scare people if they don't have something in place to protect themselves from that kind of situation. And that's why I encourage the use of what's called an image backup program that actually images or takes a copy of every bit of data that's on the hard disk. Now, I happen to run mine every night. Automation is important. It's one of those things that I don't want to have to think about. Um, and by doing so, then, yeah, whenever my hard disk, when, not if my hard disk fails, I'm ready to replace it and do whatever. So you say you run it every night. What you mean is it runs automatically every night, correct? Correct. correct. Yeah, I have it configured to run. I think it's like one or two o'clock in the morning. I happen to be one of those people that leaves my machine on 24 hours a day. You don't have to, right? You can configure it to run at a time that's convenient for you or when you turn on the machine, or you can also configure it to run automatically at the end of the day and then turn the machine off for you when it's done. But all those kinds of, what, what matters more is not necessarily the details of the automation, but the fact that it is in fact happening without your having to um, put any thought into the, uh, into the uh, process. Now, one of the reasons I really like Macrium Reflect as a solution is that there's one, what I would call a killer feature. One of the things that we've all been hearing a lot about in recent years, of course, is ransomware. Ransomware comes in, it, it encrypts everything on your hard disk, or at least some significant portion, the important stuff on your hard disk, and holds it for ransom. If you don't pay the ransom, you don't get your data back. There are variants of ransomware that will actually go out to your external hard disk, look for backups, and encrypt those too. So that the fact that you've got a backup doesn't really help in that situation. Now, the knee-jerk reaction for a lot of folks is to say, okay, I'll unplug my external hard drive when I'm not backing up. The problem is you've just broken your automation, right? You have to remember to plug in your hard drive in order to make the backup happen. I guarantee you, you'll forget. Yeah, instead I, of remembering to back up or remembering to copy your files, now you've just got to remember something else. And that something exactly. else is something that you can forget. Exactly. So what Reflect has done, which I really appreciate, is they have this thing called, I think it's called ImageGuard. And what they've done is they've actually used Windows uh, file permissions to completely lock down the image files that they create. I can't delete them, not outside of Macrium Reflect. I can't edit them. I can't move them. And of course, I can't encrypt them. What that means, though, is that neither can malware, right? Neither can ransomware when it comes in. So you can still manipulate the, data, the backups all you want as long as you're running it in Macrium Reflect. Outside of there, there's no chance. So your backups are protected. That, to me, is kind of like the killer feature for this specific product. Now, there are other products out there. Um, I also use and recommend ESA's To-Do. Um, same kind of product, different user interface, might be a little bit easier to use, might not be a little bit easier to use. Um, Reflect is out of the UK. 
East is, is out of China. That might be an issue for some folks. And there are other solutions out there as well. But I've put a lot of time and energy into really getting Macrium Reflect um, uh, configured and running on my system. It's actually targeted probably a little bit more heavily towards the business user. But that means that the product is, to my thinking, rock solid and potentially not necessarily as easy to use, which, if you don't mind my saying, is why I've got a class on Macrium Reflect um, that I uh, put together at the end of last year. So there are lots of resources out there to understand how to use the program and use it well. Yeah, it's a really inexpensive class. It's less than sixty dollars. Yep. Uh, Leo's been kind enough to give me a coupon code. You'll see that in the show notes for this uh, interview below the the, the video. And um, it's detailed enough of a process, just like Time Machine is setting up encryption, setting up uh, whether you want it to do it automatically, how to handle multiple. Uh, discs in a rotation set, which is what I do. I don't know if I, you still do that, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that you're not relying on just one disc because that could fail too. So um, the the notion of having a class to do backup might seem like, again, a little overkill, but there are parts about this, and tell me if you agree or disagree about this. You don't back up just to protect hard drives from their inevitable failure. You're also backing up specifically for as quickly as possible being able to recover and get back to work. I think people forget right. when they go, yeah, I'll just, uh, you know, all the voiceover people and actors that watch this video, they'll be like, I just, I'm, I'm putting my auditions, my, my audiobook work, my, my video stuff. It's not that big of a deal, but it is right. when you have to get a new computer Right. Uh, replace the data that was on that computer, the data that you don't even know about, the settings and applications, the fonts that you've downloaded over the years, the the utilities that you forgot you use on an automatic basis that you never put over to your external drive. All of these things right. take time to recover from. Right. And so the the sort of currency here is not just your data but your time in getting back exactly. to where you were before your hard drive crashed would you agree or disagree with that absolutely yeah this is all about time restoring something from a backup is significantly faster than rebuilding your machine from scratch which is what you just described reinstalling windows reinstalling all your applications restoring all your data assuming that you've got it from somewhere the other thing I wanted to point out is we've talked about hard disk failure being the cause of a lot of this kind of stuff, but there are other scenarios that are obvious that are just as uh, have just as much benefit from a backup. For example, let's say through some magical reason, I got malware on my machine, right? I got a virus of some sort on my machine. Now I can try to remove it and hope that the removal worked, or I can just restore to last night's backup before the malware arrived and poof, by definition, it's completely gone. And hopefully at that point, I know not to do whatever it was that brought the malware on my machine in the first place. Sure. But the bottom line is it's a fast way to recover from several different types of disasters. Or an inadvertent button click on, yeah, take me to the next version of the operating system. For my computer, you know, I, I've seen so many people like, I just got so sick and tired of Apple nudging me to go to Ventura or whatever. 
And so I did, but now this isn't working. Well, if you had a backup, you could restore right back to when you were at some version of the operating system prior to what you inadvertently did. So there's all of these scenarios. And again, for my students, you know, we're doing professional voiceover work. We're doing professional acting work. Um, we tend to be kind of hat in hand artists in our garret eating gruel and <laughs> struggling and not really paying much attention to the importance of the work that we do. And so when you said earlier, you know, it's it's sort of geared towards a business user. I want to make sure that people that are watching this video know that I'm doing this video because we are business users. Yes. This is a business. So don't think that Macrium, which I'm assuming is fairly inexpensive. I mean, I know Time Machine is free. Macrium used to have a free version, but they don't anymore. What's going Correct. on? With the, the free version went away, which is really unfortunate because it was a good um, entryway for people to understand how the product worked. I believe the home edition is around like 40, 50 bucks, something like that. They've got some package deals. Um, and honestly, even though we're talking about business, um, the home edition is really all you need. Um, they've got enterprise editions for huge corporations and so forth. That's way overkill for anything you and I or your class would need to do. But for just your machine doing your work in your home, um, the home edition is, is quite literally exactly what you need. Okay. So Leo Notenboom, askleo.com or is it ask-leo.com? Please clarify for me. <laughs> it's askleo.com. I did purchase the domain from right. a squatter some years ago. <laughs> All right. All right. So askleo.com. If you're on YouTube, you can look up his videos there. He has a newsletter that is fascinating to me. I don't even use Windows. And it's fascinating to me because the concepts that he talks about are concepts that really cross over multiple platforms uh, how we use our computers rather than the actual operating system that we're using. And the the course on using Macrium Reflect, uh, you know, I know Leo, I've known him for a long time. It's going to be great. And you can use the code uh, that you see on the screen uh, or you can find below in the show notes to get 30% off, which I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. And by the um, way, if if you use, if you take the course and you've got any questions, I mean, I, I, there's contact information all over it. If you Heard about it here? Let me know. I'll give you that little extra David Lawrence touch. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Thank you so much. Leo Notenboom, uh, longtime friend. So nice seeing you. Thank you so much for helping to fill in this gap. Uh, I want to make sure everybody's protected and that the fear of whatever God you, you fear is put in you about backing up and making sure that you're protected on that. There is as Leo said, two types of people in the world, those who have cried tears over a hard drive failure or an inadvertent OS update and didn't have a backup, and those that will shed a tear exactly. if they don't have a backup. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you soon. My pleasure, David. Take care. Leo Notenboom, he is just fantastic. We love him. Uh, I've known him for a long time. Trust him. If you want to understand exactly how to protect yourself, as a professional, as a business person in the world of performance, go check out his course. It's really cheap. You'll get something that will save your butt. I swear to you, if you're a Windows user, he's a guy to, uh, to be uh, reliant upon. Uh, again, all the links are in the show notes below. Um, if you liked what you saw today, 
uh, and you have comments on it, let us know uh, in the comments below. If you want to share this with people, just grab the URL and pass it on to somebody who uses Windows that you think might benefit from this kind of information. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel. You can uh, like this episode if you want to. You can hit the notification bell for when we do uh, new episodes of this. I really appreciate you, uh, you taking the time to do that. I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th. I thank you so much for watching and for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the VO Heroes podcast.